We are bringing one of our, I don't, ha- I want to, I hesitate to call it a oldie but a goodie because it's really, <laughs> it's only from our first season. But it's it like, was what? only a year ago, less than a year ago. Seems like a long time. I mean, and it's really our, it was our third episode, but it was so yeah. good. And it was so good. It was one of the most popular episodes. That's so, right. With that, should we give well, a teaser? We should do a teaser. So do you ever put something on, you're wearing something, and you just feel fabulous? Now, the opposite of that is you put something on and you feel frump-a-dump. Yeah, you don't want to go out. (laughs) what is that? Well, we've discovered the science behind how you, you can dress how you want to feel. Yep. So listen in. This it's, one looks really good. Yes. And you really liked it. So if you've missed it, this is your chance. And if you listen or to it once, here listen you get to again. Listen. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So here you go. Hey, welcome to Living Visibly Over 50, a podcast where we chat about how to use your beauty and your style to show up and be visible in a culture that says it's not our time to shine anymore. I'm Lisa. And I'm Linda. Put on your headset and join us as we talk about all the things that come up for us that affect our confidence and our zest for life. Well, hello. Welcome to Living Visibly Over 50. I'm Lisa, and I am founder and owner of Simple Beauty Minerals, a clean, effective, natural beauty company, and also a smaller, more personal brand. And I am Linda. I am a personal (laughs) stylist, and I founded the Style Club for Women, which is a place where women over 50 learn the art of being their most confident, attractive, and interesting selves. And each week, uh, Lisa and I are talking about how to use your beauty and style to show up more fully and more visibly in your second act. Because, ladies, the party is not over yet. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. (laughs) Uh-uh. And today, Lisa, we are going scientific. We, Uh which you love. I do. I I love this part. (laughs) Um, We're both geeky at heart. Um, And, you know, we're talking about something called enclosed cognition. And if you're not familiar with this term, it's really the science uh, behind the idea that clothing and makeup really affects the way you feel about yourself. And therefore, it's going to affect how others perceive you. So enclosed cognition, what I love about it is they have done studies, scientific uh, testing, um, to really prove that this does exist. And it's really, it really has to do with the way we feel about ourselves. And it's a, I, it's a thing. Ahead. It's yeah. a thing. It's a thing. It's an actual <laughs> thing. And I am not just talking, you know, silliness when I say it's really important to dress for yourself and to feel good about what you're wearing. Because Lisa, you and I know we see so many women who basically have given up on style. Seriously. They've actually, I have had, I have loved ones in my life who have said, I don't care anymore. I give up. Doesn't matter. And it's heartbreaking to me. 
It is. It is because they see you and they see how great you look. And, (laughs) you know, I'm not sure they, I work with a lot of women who feel like they can never look and feel beautiful again, but I prove them wrong. Right. Absolutely. And that's what you and I, that's our passion. Absolutely. Because honestly, it doesn't matter what your size, your age, your body shape is, we can all feel beautiful. And that's really what it comes down to. So um, I know there's science behind that theory in clothed cognition. And here's what it is. Um, Certain clothes really make you light up inside. They make you feel sexy and strong or powerful, attractive. Um, and you know, when you dress for date night, you yeah. are feeling it. Yep. So in clothed cognition, they did studies. This was, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been since the year 2000, you know, it started in 2005. Psychologists started doing studies, experimental social psychology studies, and um, working with people to test this theory of enclosed cognition. And I'll tell you about one of them. They demonstrated, um, they worked with two groups. In one group, they gave a white lab coat to. And then um, they told the first group that the white coats belonged to painters, people that painted houses for a living. And um, when the people put on the coats, then they were given tests and they were really testing their attention span and their acuity. And the other group, they gave the same white lab coats to, only they told them these were owned by doctors and they gave them the same tests. And guess who did better on the test? I, I would, I would, well, I know the study, <laughs> I would, you would think doctors, but then I hesitate to say that because painters, maybe they didn't test creativity. Maybe they were testing. Do you know? I don't know that part of it. The study. The, well, the, the, sorry to throw that at you. Yeah. yeah. It was <laughs> definitely the doctors lab yeah, coat that did better. That yeah. tested higher just because of how we perceive doctors. Right. I mean, hell, they go through what, eight years of college? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we just feel like there's, you know, they have some kind more mental acuity. Well, in our society, we put doctors up, up high on a pedestal. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so there's symbolic meaning behind knowing or thinking that the lab coat was owned by painters who also we love them, right? Because they come (laughs) in and I don't know how they, you know, do such a good job. They don't. Yeah, because I, yeah. I wouldn't do so good. <laughs> I wouldn't do so good. <laughs> but they didn't go to eight years of school, you know, True. to learn that trade. So what I, when I work with women, I'm really looking at how they feel when they wear certain clothes. Because to me, that makes the biggest difference, right? When you walk out the room, if you, when you walk out of your house and you feel really powerful and sexy and um, impactful in your clothes, then you're not going to feel invisible no matter what. Right. And then you're going to behave differently. You're going to show up and do what you want to do in the world. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing it ties into 
is uh, more, uh, it's week three of my style course, which is where I teach women how to really declare their signature style. Because you need to feel like yourself in your clothes. And especially after we reach 50, we don't have to wear what other people tell us to wear, right? We're not following as closely the fashion trends. We're starting to really just say, I'm coming into my own. I want to wear what matters to me. Not going frumpy like your relatives are going. Right. Because that doesn't feel good. That doesn't, doesn't and feel nothing good. they say can make me believe that they feel good about that. Absolutely not. Right. And so what it is, is they're confused, right? Okay. Because I think what happens after we either change careers or we retire or wait, and we don't know how to dress ourselves anymore. Right. We so that's where you declare your ne- your new or your next signature style. Who are you? And now? that's when I reached out to you personally because I was in that abyss of ah, what am I? Who am I now? Right? I needed that. And help. our clothes mm-hmm. to express who we are. Absolutely. So I love that there's science behind this. Number one, it makes me feel like I'm on much more solid ground (laughs) for some reason, Um, even though I know it works. Uh, Knowing and proving it are two different things. And I think you must see it with makeup. Oh, I absolutely do. And I'm trying to come up with a a cute name instead of enclosed cognition. For today, we're going to go with makeup cognition. (laughs) I don't have a better word for it. But it's it's what we put on our face, the makeup that we wear when we go face the world or even just when we're home on our own, like we are now mostly with COVID, um, has a huge it's a it's a uh, sorry, it's um, an extension of what we're wearing clothing and accessory wise. So I like um, I was looking up you know, during research for this and I, I saw on one article it said, enclosed cognition, put on your power. And I say, yeah. put on your power yeah. lipstick or put on your power eyeshadow. I mean, or your power nail polish um, because it will impact how you feel and how you move through the world and how much good work you can do, the work that you were put here to do, how much of it you can do. So, you know, you had said earlier, when, when you put on your mascara, you feel like, you're, you're there, you're visible. Yeah. And for someone else, yeah. it could be for me, eyebrows <laughs> and mascara. Yeah. I need eyebrows <laughs> and mascara. <laughs> and for someone else, it could be lipstick. You know, what it is, what is it that you put on, on your, in your makeup that makes you feel more visible? That is that well, makeup cognition. Go- and Lisa, I'll tell you what, that yellow concealer yeah. that you turn me on to, that you sell. Simple Beauty, um, Simple Beauty Minerals yellow have, concealer. Yeah, I have bags under my eyes and I can't seem to get rid of them. I've had them for probably 20 years. And to me, when I look in the mirror, if I see my, the you know, the kind of puffiness mm-hmm. in my un, under my eyes, it makes me feel tired. Right. But by putting on that concealer... Right. I will always put on a little concealer under my eyes because even if I'm just home all day, because I feel better yeah. when I pass by a mirror, I'm like, Oh, okay, good. Let's <laughs> put a smile yeah. on and I can keep moving. Um, yeah. I think that's really important. I think that uh, what, there was, so oh, what was it? Oh, so here, here's something I wanted to say. So 
sometimes when we have thinking about makeup cognition and clothes cognition, think about if you're feeling kind of sad one day and, but if you just live in your sweats and no makeup and your hair is all hanging down and straggly, maybe needs to be washed, you are not going to feel any better. And maybe you need to do that for a day if you're really having a, a down period, but then you need to pick yourself up and get out of your sweats, put a little yeah. makeup on so that yeah. you can live. And maybe yeah. it's just reaching for what makes you feel a little bit better. Maybe, and this is just an example, like maybe um, you're not ready to put on your red power outfit and your red heels and your red lipstick, but maybe a nice neutral eye and a neutral lip and a pair of jeans and a clean t-shirt and a pair of booties <laughs> are going to make you feel like, huh, okay, I, I can make it through this. It's, it is, I think that enclosed cognition is so powerful because it, it's going to impact your behavior. So reach for what feels better. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, just get out of your sweats. <laughs> and uh, Lisa, that is so true. And also maybe for, we can save this for another podcast, but color changes the way you feel. Absolutely. So oh, yeah. There is so much science also behind the power of color. So we should talk about that because if, you know, if you have a, a speech that you need to deliver, or maybe it's on a Zoom call and, and the CEO is going to be there and you have to deliver a report, blue right. is the communication color. So wear something blue from the waist up. And it's going to really help your, that communication chakra absolutely really kick absolutely. in so there is so much you and i can talk about and we will but i just yeah. i also want to go back to that uh women who feel like they're just going to give up they hit that point yeah. and what are we going to do just, and and you and and, and and the feeling of it doesn't matter anymore and you yeah know, it's not true it does matter and now we know it's proven by science with enclosed cognition it does matter it matters because you behave differently and guess what? We deserve to feel good. Oh, we deserve to feel beautiful. Right. That, and we self-love is what it's all about because we can't give to others what we don't give to ourselves. And it's not over till it's over. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Is it time for our little bit of inspiration? Sure. Or do you have more to add? No, okay. that's good. I have one for this week. I have been, my husband and I have been watching the series Bones. It's an older series. Yeah. We're, we're, re yeah. we're not even rewatching. We didn't used to watch TV. So we're watching all these shows that, that have come out years ago. There's 12 seasons of it. I have been, we're on season 10 now. And I have been fascinated by watching the evolution of the makeup. So in the early seasons, the makeup was a lot bolder. There was greens yeah. and there was purples. And I'm not saying not to do that now. But I'm saying it just in watching evolution over several years in a quicker time span, you can really see it. So lots of shimmer, lots more color. And then um, the last few years were in like, I think I'm on like 2015 now is where I'm watching. And there, the nudes have hit. The nude yeah. palettes were big. You know, that's when that's about, I don't know. Natural. Right? So much right. more natural eyeshadow makeup much more natural lip colors, not all the time. Sometimes there's a bright red or a bright pink, which looks great with a natural neutral. Yeah. But it's just interesting to see that transition. I've been inspired by watching that. Have you had one? I love it. 
Yeah. One for this week. Well, my husband uh, discovered Law and Order or rediscovered. See, I haven't show, seen Law that one. <laughs> which, oh my God, there's so many. It's I. We we're watching right now 1995. Oh, so I think older. it started okay. in the early 90s. Um, and everybody, all the stars that look so young, uh-huh. you know, all the people that star in it. But I'm noticing that the women, uh, the the 90s ladies, remember, it was big shoulder pads, oversized jackets, oversized tops. And it's hilarious because the women, they, they look so tiny <laughs> underneath the big oversized jackets and big hair, big hair back then in the 90s. It feels like it was yesterday, but that was 25 years ago. I'll have to, which is amazing. That is amazing. I'll have to go back and watch yeah. that and see what the makeup was doing in the in the yeah. mid nineties. <laughs> so you're right. Binge watching—that's one thing that the quarantine allows us to do—is go back right. to the very beginning of these TV series and watch the style changes. It's, it's really hilarious. fun. It's really fun yeah. and really fascinating. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. Well, that was fun. Thanks for listening in with us again. That was great. Yes, and don't forget to be visible this week. Be very visible. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Linda and I are having so much fun with you, and we know there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts for you to choose from. And thank you. We appreciate so much that you're spending your time with us. Be sure to check out our show notes because each week we will post links to anything that we mentioned and that we promised you that we would post in the show notes. So those will be there for you. And please take a moment and go give us a review. Those reviews help other women to find us and they really help us to better and improve the podcast. Five stars, please. Thanks.